Welcome to another episode of Talk Golden to Me. I'm your host, Evan Golden, Golden TV from the offices of Berman & Berman. We are in the studios with two young gentlemen that are in the TV, the film, the entertainment industry. Excited to have them both in studio. We have Jake Silver, no pun. I'm Golden, he's Silver. And we have Arthur L. Bernstein in the house. Gentlemen, I'm really excited to talk about film and just projects and productions with both of you. You have a lot of experience in the arena and you know, what I want to just kind of start off right away is, what's your title, Arthur? And, and I know you're his creative director, Jake, but are you a writer? Are you a director? Are you, what, what title do you I'm, give yourself? I'm a producer, writer, <laughs> slash actor. I like that. I like that. So you've done many projects. I've had a chance to look at your IMDb account. I've had a chance to watch a lot of your films. Did you always have a passion for film and, and kind of storytelling? Yeah, I, I love movies. I, I, I've been watching movies since I was like three years old. I've always been. I watch every single movie if it's bad or good, and, there, and the reason why I watch is I want to know why it's bad and why it's good. Now, when you're in the industry, do you watch movies differently? I sometimes because I've I've done some work in TV and film, and sometimes I'm like, I'm not watching the movie about the storyline. I'm more watching. Wow, look at that lighting, or look at that blocking, and look at that shot or that editing. Are you watching a movie from a from a kind of a producer director's kind of eyeball, or are you watching it from like a fan? It's funny when when I was younger, I used to watch it from a director. You know, perspective, right? Because I, you know, I see love the Palma and Scorsese and, and and Spielberg the way they do their shots, but now I watch it as from a from a producer aspect, from the whole the whole shebang, and I and I definitely watch for the story because I, I'm I'm into writing, mm-hmm. and st- to me, story is key, and the, and the character development is very key, and, and, and especially the actors that portray them. You know, there's there's what's what's theirs on paper, but then when you take it to the next level, when you get on on script, it, it constantly changes, and people don't know that. It's always it's always like that behind the scenes. What what is a what is a producer's role and duty? What does a producer do? Well, there's different types of roles for producers. You know, one we're responsible for the money, which is key. You know, it's the most mm-hmm. important aspect for the film. But then then there's other things where where you know, people think directors call the shots, but we actually tell the directors what to do. The directors, you know, they come up with their vision, but, you know, we still oversee it. So it's our job to oversee everything. Then we have line producers that's responsible for the budget. You know, we have the associate producers. We have co-producers. You know, we oversee everything that, that goes on to the film, and we make sure that, that it stays under budget. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. And one of the things that kind of, I guess... I don't want to say you're famous. You know, I don't want to say I think you're you're accomplished with all your work, but the project you did on Walt. Did you go to Disney World like so many times as a kid being here in Florida? What was kind of your passion and what an iconic story you got to tell? I did. I, I used to go to Disney a lot as a kid. I actually went when, when it was River Ryle back then. I guess I'm dating myself. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny. Like nobody's ever done a story about Walt Disney. And we wanted to show the human side of Walt Disney. You know, when you go to Disney World, you see Walt Disney as a magical figure. In fact, there's a statue of Walt Disney with Mickey Mouse, and Walt Disney's like this with the with the, you know he had a uh-huh. cigarette in his hand. And Disney World actually took out the cigarette because they wanted to sh- you know have a known a non-smoking atmosphere. They wanted to show you know people don't smoke. But Walt Disney died of lung cancer, and that's how he was. He was referred to as Uncle Walt. So when anybody asked directions, he would always be like, hey, it's over there, it's over here. And they took away that cigarette, and they tried to make him like a magical figure. Mm. We wanted to show the human side of Walt Disney. We showed how he went bankrupt. We showed how he got married. We showed how he got his work stolen from him. We took him all the way to the creation of Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know that story, so it's um, it's pretty fascinating. If you have not seen the movie 
Walt Before Mickey, written by Arthur Bernstein. What other roles did you play in that? In that? You were an actor in that movie as well? I yeah, think. I played Frank Newman. I was the mm-hmm. guy that actually fired Walt Disney. I got to hire him and fire him. I actually screwed him over. Wow. So that, that's a great story. And so many other movies. I know right now on Netflix, uh, Brawler's out, correct? The Brawler? Yeah, yeah, we had Brawler. It's, it's the story of Chuck Wepner, he fought Muhammad Ali. And, and because of that fight Stallone made, Rocky, he ended up actually suing Sylvester Stallone for over $20 million. And he actually won. And in fact, if you watch the new Creed movie that came out, you know Creed two, the second one. The, the yeah, this Creed two in, in Creed one, the whole the whole the whole premise of uh, you know the, of that lawsuit was Stallone ripping off Chuck Wetmer, and you know it's it's hard to see because I'm a huge Rocky fan, I'm a huge Stallone fan, but mm-hmm. but you know Chuck Wetmer just recently had cancer in Creed. <laughs> Stallone recently had cancer, so I mean. We, we do see the, the fine lines, you know. Rocky used to beat up people for money. Chuck Wepner used to beat up people for money. Rocky used to fight Hulk Hogan. Chuck Wepner fought Andre the Giant for publicity. Wow. So movie buffs, I didn't know those connections. I didn't even know that lawsuit took place. Wow. I didn't either until I took on the project. Wow. Um, when, you, when you take on a project, what are you looking for? Does that to be something you're passionate about? I look at stuff I'm passionate about, but I also look for story, and I look for mm-hmm. content, and, I look, and sometimes I look for validity, like – People like to see true stories. People like to see see what's out there. I also like, you know, fantasy. I like uh, like comedy. I love comedy. Com- comedy is actually probably my favorite. But uh, you know, when you take on these projects, you you just want to give the public, you know, what what they want to see. Like we have some new projects that are coming out. We have uh, Stealing Elvis. It's a true story about uh, Elvis's body body that was stolen. We have the rights to the man who dared. It had over seventy thousand views. Wow, that's going to be one of our next projects. And uh, wow, that's going to be high. I mean, the music kind of biop movies right now are, are are so huge when you look at what's going on with obviously Queen and Elton now, and and I know the Dirt on Netflix. And uh, there has Elvis. His story needs to be told, but this will be from a different angle. So uh, we'll show him alive and dead. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Tell me, um, you've worked with uh, Adam Sandler and Billy Madison Productions? I did. What was that like? That was fun. You know, it's, it's, it's like being in a dorm room. You know, Sandler, he has his, has his posse, he has his friends, but you get, then you got, like, guys that walking on, like, from Saturday Night Live, all the, all the ex-writers, and they're all collaborating on all the new movies. And then he gets scripts that are sent to him. And then my job was to do event planning, and I, I also played basketball with him. Hmm. I would always make him go left. He couldn't go left. All right, so there you go. Inside tips from Arthur Bernstein. If you're ever playing Adam Sandler in basketball, force him left. I think he could go both ways. That man's got skills, he no? Can't, he can, but he, he was better at right. He's pure right. He's a pure righty. And man. he's older now, so he'll probably just settle for the jump the shot. The jump shot. I know he's always – didn't he play basketball in like a bunch of his movies? But, yeah, I know oh, he, yeah. he's a huge fan of the sport, so that's awesome. Jake, I know we've been kind of – you're over here. You're ready to churn in here. So you're working with Arthur as a creative director? Yeah, I am. Awesome. How would you guys connect? So we connected through a previous project that we worked on, and basically Arthur and his partner Dick really loved my vision and mm-hmm. my creativity and really wanted to bring me on board. And we've been working together now for a short amount of time, but just the amount of work and the amount of ideas that we've been coming up with has really been something that's pretty excellent. That's awesome. And listen, we love to promote the arts, entertainment. I heard you guys have a podcast you're working on? Yeah, we are. Yeah, another podcast. What's this going to be all about? Probably going to do it on sports. Yeah? Sports, what kind of angle? Sports, women, and sex. Sports, women, and sex. I think that SWS combination will, will be a hit for sure. And oh, we, yeah. We need a little gold in there, too. Yeah, well, let me know. I, I, I Listen, 
I have a very few passions in life. Sports and sex and food are, are, are that are there. So I like that a lot. What's going to be kind of the premise? Just kind of just taking your guys' angle on everyday sports topics. And how do we include, how do we get the sex appeal in there? We're, we're going to show when Kawhi Leonard wins the championship. Is that your pick? <laughs> That's my pick. So it'll be a while then. Wow. So you're going with the Warriors, obviously, and you're going, oh, yeah. and you're going with the Raptors this series. Well, tonight uh, we'll, we'll find out. The series is underway. And listen, the, I could talk sports for hours and hours. I think the, the fact that Kevin Durant went to the Warriors after being up 3-1 and joining a 73-win team is the weakest move in NBA, and I'll go on record and say I, that. I agree man. with you. Thank you, Arthur. That's Thank ridiculous. You, Arthur. That's ridiculous. How is it? If he went to any other team in the NBA, I, I would have been fine with it. You can't go to the team that, that, that had 73 wins and you were up 3-1 to beat them. He should go to the Hornets next year. Yeah, go to it. Listen, you want to prove he that, that you're, 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 you're an MVP or you're a GOAT? Go to a team that doesn't have you know five All-Stars, and, and let's see what you can and do. And LeBron should go to the Kings. You oh think yeah, he's leaving L.A.? He's not well, going anywhere. No, no, he should just go there because he says he's the king. So if he, he might as well. He should play with the king. <laughs> Arthur, maybe he's got uh, maybe he has comedy in his future as well. He does love comedy. He does well, have no, a little well, bit. We'll definitely be checking out your guys' podcast. When's that launching? So we're looking to launch that in the beginning of July. So stay tuned. All right, so this summer, you got a name for the podcast? Yep, we got, we're going to call it the Bernie and Silver Show. Nice. I like it, the Bernie and Silver Show. Coming this summer, 2019. Check it out on the tunes. I'm sure it will be on all different platforms, so that's exciting. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about film. I mean, you live in West Palm Beach. You're not, we're not in Hollywood. You're not in right. California. I mean, I think that most people think if you want to be a film producer and be in the movie-making business, you have to be out there. You are dispelling that, that, that myth, correct? I, I am. You are that. You are that. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how is this doable here in Florida? We don't have studios. We don't have incentives. Well, you know, I don't discourage from people from leaving Florida to go to L.A., but I, I really encourage mm-hmm. people to stay here if they can. There's there's great schools like G-Star, which is the number one school in the, in the country, open uh, only school that opens in the plaque. And I never had that opportunity growing up here. You know, when I when I when I was young, I my first I got my first job at 12 working on Superforce, and then I, I worked as production assistants on 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 different shows like um, the Stephen J. Canals show that filmed in Riviera Beach and and uh it it's it's a, it's a struggle you know to get a job when you go to a school like G Star they they give you 10 movies under your belt by the time you graduate so you have a resume already built in right me on the other hand I had to go build my resume and then by the time you know I moved to California I worked for Sandler for a couple of years I I got to work on all those different movie projects then I came back here and I did a, a lot of commercials I did like the Porter Palm Beach Porter Riviera Beach Sheriff Bradshaw Mayor Frankel's um, I did a short film with O.J. Simpson where he punched me out. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah, you can check it out. It's on, What's the name of that? It's, it's called Lemon Twist. Lemon Twist? We can find that on YouTube? Uh, yeah, you, I think you find it on uh, IMDb, actually. IMDb? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's so the last you... movie you ever did. O.J. Uh, Simpson, innocent or guilty? I think he's innocent, but that's just me. All right, that's, hey, that's your opinion. Yeah. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. I've never experienced any problems with him. Nice, and I'm, and nice I'm, man. I'm a nice man. Nice guy working with him. He was very nice. He was professional. We're, we're looking for juicy OJ Simpson stories here. <laughs> I can tell you something. You got tell us. Let's tell go. Me, I want to hear an OJ Simpson story. Well, one night he invited me to uh, the Roy Jones Junior fight. I think it was back in like two thousand and three or four, and that was a fight where Roy put his hands behind his back, and then we go out and then. Uh, Go out to dinner with Roy Jones Jr. and you see all these guys coming to dinner with us, and they all had black eyes. And I was like, "That must be your sparring partners." 
And then and, and it was, and then we all ended up going to the strip club afterwards. Wow, and that's my OJ story. Nice. You, you've lived kind of a. And all the women lived. <laughs> <laughs> but you've lived a pretty, I don't want to say a blessed life, but a very, very interesting and intriguing life. You've been to so many different political events and, and a lot of fundraisers. You, you, you and your family definitely give back a lot. So you're kind of rubbing shoulders with a lot of kind of the right elite people, you know, in, in Florida. But it's always for a good cause, man, which I really respect by you and you and your families. You give back, which is so important, man. It's very important. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing because you got you to you gotta give to get, as they say. But um, your guys' passion for kind of helping the needy in our area is one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on the show because – here we try to say that we're committed to the community, but you guys prove it with your actions. So uh, we appreciate that. Is that something kind of you, your parents instilled on you? Like what, what made you kind of always – I see you at so I mean, many my, charity events. My, my parents always were great at charity events, but I always believe in like everybody's equal, including the door person, the janitor, or anybody. Like I always say hello to – because you never know who that person can turn out to be or, or you make their day. I mean everybody lives. Everybody's human, you know. Wow, that's great. And tell me about um, – and now you're uh, the you guys have political ties, right? Ambassadorship in Dominican Republic. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. My stepmom's the ambassador for the Dominican Republic. She was appointed by Trump. We actually did Trump's insurance for 15 years. Uh, we saved him five and a half million on his premiums. Nice, nice. So you, well, your family owns a life insurance company, correct? Yeah, we have a big life insurance company. Cool. And, and Give him a plug. Insurance. What's the name of the insurance company? You need insurance. Uh, make R- sure you R- call. Richard S. Bernstein Associates, 561-689-1000. There you go. There's Superheroes for insurance. You want to have the same company that insured the president? You call them. So that's awesome. So you love sports. You love film. You love sex. You love food. Man, you you are a real man. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So your guys' podcast is launching. Any other future projects? I know that we're going to have the Elvis Presley film, which I want to get involved in. i got to do something with that because – Man, that, we're talking the king. That guy's the king, right? Yeah, we we got a couple projects out. We got Smoke Eye. It's a, it's about a mask that can see through smoke. The, the guy That's that cool. invented the mask. It's a, it's based off a true story. He had the, over thirty two patents on the mask, and it can it sees through smoke. They can help firefighters. So we based a whole script on that. And then we got another one called Bone Ridge, a story about three brothers. Uh, Ari Katabo is, is is involved in that, and uh, Dick Arlette and Adam Falkoff. And we got the we got LOIs from uh, Zach McGowan, uh, Michael Lombardi, Robert Burke. I don't know if you remember him from Thinner and Robocop Three. And then we got the Helena Canaris from uh, Black Clansmen. Some, oh, some big names. And uh, and then another one we're going to be doing in the future is College Cons. That's, What's that? It's about college kids at Rob Banks. Wow, that's going to be a fun one. Can I still play a college kid? Absolutely. I'd have to lose a bunch of weight. You'd be like the guy from uh, Animal House. Just come back. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So you're going to be staying busy. Is there an actor or someone in the entertainment industry that's on your bucket list to work with? Uh, James Franco, actually. We're, yeah? He's on my bucket list. James Franco, man. Call Arthur Bernstein up, man. Listen, he's a he's a good, honest, hardworking man. You guys will create some magic together. He, he listens to my show, so I think we can maybe happen, make that happen. I'm just like kidding. That. He doesn't listen. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll tweet it to him. But, we'll tweet um, him. So that's cool. I haven't we, heard that name. That's cool. And we have TV, we have TV projects that we're, that we're working on. We have a one called 15 Feet Away. My, Michael's in the Guinness World Record for the most consecutive blindfold free throws. He broke it at age 72. How many did he make? He made 16 in a row. Six, wait, so the record right now is 16 blind, blinded free throws? Blindfold, yeah. An NBA player can't beat that? I saw Shaq and Chauncey Billups attempt it, and they made three. Man, but what, what about like a you're, – you're talking you're, – uh, Chauncey, I can understand, but Shaq no, – that's, that's, that doesn't seem like that many. But, he, but, but he's on a walker. Well, that, well there we go. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. 
Wow. And he wants. What are you going to make a short film with that whole story? No, we're going to do like a TV show. We're, we're going to get Jason Jackson to host it, and uh, right. we've been talking to him, and, and we're going to. We're going we're gonna to have him challenge NBA players. That's awesome. We're talking here with Arthur L. Bernstein. He's a writer, director, producer in Palm Beach. He's with his creative director, Jake Silver, here in the studios of Berman & Berman. We're talking film and entertainment, a little bit of sports. So a lot of exciting projects coming up from this team that I'll be supporting. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of the arts, especially my friend, but right here in our own backyard. You don't see a lot of people in South Florida pursuing their dreams and working in the television and film industry, and you're doing that. So kudos to you, man. That, Thank that's, you. That's awesome. There's so many people that want to, I think, are want to do it, and then they kind of sell out and they kind of get that their day job. But do you have any maybe advice or, or, or yeah, words of wisdom for people that, you know, they, they love editing, they love film, they love storytelling, but it, it, maybe it's not paying the bills right away and they give up? Yeah, never give up on your dreams. Always pursue what, what you want to do. If you're an actor, you must have thick skin. Don't don't take rejection personally. It's not you. It's what they're looking for. Just keep pursuing your dream. Keep going out there. If you want to work on films, just go out there and you know carry somebody's coffee. You know, it's, be, be, be their bitch. You know, whatever you have to do. I mean, just do it. Don't worry about what people say to you. It's because eventually you're going to work your way up. I did it. Every, every everybody does it. And, and if they tell you they dues. don't, they're full of shit. You got to pay your dues. Yeah. See, I think a lot of people want the uh, – <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll check mark explicit language on this. It's fine. You know, I think that a lot of people want to kind of start on that blockbuster film or maybe a journalist wants to start in that top ten market, and that's very rare. you yeah. got to work your way up. you got to pay your dues, and I think you got to also open every door of opportunity. You can't – the worst feeling is, oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even attempt it or I didn't even right. try because – so I think – you don't want to ever have regrets. So there's a lot of opportunities even in Florida. I mean, like you're even saying, I think people just shun them. So many great short films or independent films and projects that could lead to something bigger. And there's more film festivals now, so there's more exposure. That's great. And obviously with social media and the presence of online, you yeah. can get your content and your your productions out to a lot of eyeballs, and you never obviously know who's well, watching. So. When we did Swing State, we won the best comedy at the Palm Beach Film Festival and the best director at the L.A. Film Festival. I mean, we there's some film festivals that – you know, we got nominated, but we didn't win. But we had exposure out there. That's great. Congratulations on Thanks, that. Um, what's a movie? I mean, I don't. I, you have so many. You're looking at your credits. Make sure you see Walt. I mean, Walt before Mickey is an unbelievable story. Unbelievable story. Great cast. Make sure you can go see The Brawler, which is on Netflix right now. Yeah. It's on Netflix, Amazon, Redbox, Frontier. So many boxing fans. That that's cool. That's Google really Play cool. Voodoo. Oh, so you're on you're on all the platforms. You're on all the platforms. Awesome stuff. The podcast is coming out. Movies are streaming. Movies in pre-production, post-production. You're just nonstop. You, you spending time with the family still, though, right? Always spending time with the family. <laughs> you got to. I always tell my people, wife will kill me if I don't. <laughs> you got to manage everything. That's awesome, Mr. Silver. Talk to me. What an opportunity for you to be working with Arthur Bernstein, man. It's an absolute blessing. It really is. I learn so much from him every single day. You know, we go back and forth, and you know, we joke around, but you know just the amount of time that he puts into actually like teaching me the ways of movies and entertainment and really just giving me some of the behind the scenes info it's just been so beneficial and he's one of the hardest working people i know so it's really contagious and you know it's really just lit a fire under me and it's got me really excited for all these projects we got coming that's awesome that's yeah. awesome so you, you guys are good buddies then huh yeah yeah absolutely that's my guy I like that. Like, Mixing friendship and business, nothing wrong with that. And, and we got another project coming. Let's up. hear it. We got. We're going to be doing a documentary on a top ten kid. We're not going to say his name, but but uh, he, he's a big basketball player, and uh, 
the project is he's going to lose a lot of weight and go mainstream. Oh, really? Is it um, – I think I might know something about this. Hold on. Is he um, is he playing with, like, Mike uh, LeBron's uh, – on LeBron's kids' team? I heard about this young guy. Yeah. I heard about this story. That's going to be a great story. I heard he's doing some special type of diet plan or some type of special yeah. – uh, we don't have to drop the name of it, but I, I did actually hear a little bit about it. I almost told you I'm a huge sports fan, especially basketball. That's going to be a cool journey. That's a big boy. Oh, big well, boy. look at Udonis. When, he start, when Udonis was in college or started, how, how much weight has he lost from then till now? But he's bigger than Udonis right now. He's a big boy, huh? This kid's 7 foot, 15 years old. Wow. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. So you guys are doing that project? I heard that talking around like the South Florida kind of entertainment business. Yeah. So you guys are doing that? Yeah, we're doing it. That's going to be exciting. That's going to be exciting. Wow! All right, so we'll, a lot we'll, of, we'll have to we'll have to get him on your podcast show. No, that would be cool. I, I know I, I I'm familiar with that with that guy. What, what's his? You can you want to say his name? Uh, Jazir Jackson. Jazir Jackson. So check him out if you want to Google and search it. He is a uh, physical phenomenon. He's seven foot three something and uh, amazing basketball player. So um, they're going to be doing a whole documentary on his journey. Is he obviously trying to lose a lot of weight? Isn't he doing like a special? program that no one's done though before to lose weight or get back in shape i mean everybody's done these type of programs have, okay. but he's but he's he's gonna do it he's taking it to a different it's level a, it's a lifestyle change i like that all right let's just play a quick game um i want to see who is the bigger tv or movie buff i am going to play a theme song or an intro to a tv show or movie go ahead and shout it out first one to get three is, is declared the winner for today so oh, this is gonna go quickly <laughs> you, are you guaranteeing victory silver oh i'm Basically guaranteeing defeat here because this guy is an absolute encyclopedia. All right, so, so. try to beat him. I'm going to try to pick something I think maybe you would know that maybe Arthur wouldn't. All right, so give me a fighting chance. I'll try to give you a fighting. All right, name this movie. No peeking. Mission Impossible. One nothing. Arthur Bernstein. Come on, Mister Silver. Where are you at? Oh, I'm I'm working. I'm just <laughs> giving it a chance to settle in so I can. All right, so we got, I'm trying to think of something maybe you would know that he wouldn't know. I'm trying to really help you out. Here. Yeah, look out for out. me here, man. I'm, I'm trying to help you I'm out. More of a movie it's guy silver guy. and gold. We're right, supposed so, to be working right, together. All right, name this movie. All right. Wait for it. Oh. Back to the Future. Back to the Future is correct. Albert Silvestri. Nothing. Give me a second. I, I was playing a little bit. Of, man, two nothing. All right, you'll get this one, Silver. Bond, James man, Bond. Man, where are you? I didn't even hit play yet. I couldn't. And that's Dr. No, the original one. Three nothing. Swept it. Get the broom out. Arthur Bernstein just crushed Jake Silver and named that tune movie edition. So now we put music on. I'm going to give him a run for his money. That's we for sure. We just put music on his Hey, at least I told you exactly what was going to happen. Hey, now you know you can trust my word. He'll know all the names. I'll just know what it is. You can That's trust fun. my word now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Listen, guys, pleasure to talk to. Anything else we have upcoming? Anything else? I know we've got the podcast, so many different projects and movies, so many things that people are watching or listening to this need to go check out. Google Arthur L. Bernstein. Just look at this guy's credit list. These movies are fantastic. If you have not seen Walt before, Mickey, make sure you see that movie. What's up, eh? My TV partner, uh, Dick Arlett, he's, he has two shows that he created. It's Nail That Beat and Poke Bingo. Where can we see those? Uh, they're, they're not out yet, but okay. they're, they're going to be coming out. Awesome. Poker Bingo is going to be awesome. It's poker and bingo combined. Oh, that sounds fun. Is this like filmed at a senior citizen home? Or we've already we've already filmed some of it in yeah. L.A., but no, it's not senior ah, citizen. I get it. But it, it, we're gonna have, it's going to be awesome. You always writing? You always writing? Yeah. 
you have like a secret journal in your house that just has all these like stories in it? It's my, my phone. That's where you write right in the phone, where you go yeah. right to notes? I just go right to it. You go right to notes and just start writing, writing, yeah. writing. I don't think enough people do that. I think so many people have awesome ideas sometimes. And one, they just forget about it. They don't write it down. I mean, millions of obviously ideas just go without putting an action towards it. But I think if you write it down and you see it, you have a lot. You have a lot higher success chance of maybe something that you know man, manifestation. So yeah, when I when I wrote Walt before Mickey, my my kid was being born, so he had some like issues and he was in the hospital. I had all this free time. I had nothing to do because one kid was getting operations for his leg, the other kid was in the NICU, and, and my wife wasn't there for six months. So I had nothing Sheesh. to do. So all I did was write. Now writing Walt before Mickey, though that was like that must have been a lot of research. Like you, you're you're talking you're talking biography. So oh, yeah. where do you get all your research from? We got it from books. We actually had the rights to the book um, by um, oh god, what's the guy? I can't think of his name right now. It's, uh, it's the only book ever approved by Diane Dizzy Miller. The guy that wrote it was a federal prosecutor, mm-hmm. and uh, we got we got the rights to that book. and And the original screenplay when I wrote it was called The Dreamer. And then when we got the rights to the book, then we took excerpts from the book, and then the, the history was there. That's cool. Was there a lot of backlash for people that wanted to keep Walt? kind of image a little different they didn't want to share some of the the struggles and kind of the the hardships that he had was there was there negative feedback from your your movie i mean we didn't get negative feedback but but we had we had issues with disney but when we got diane disney miller who's a a disney to approve it it was it it was over we they couldn't come and 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 disney was worried that we were going to demolish and tarnish walt disney's reputation like that's what i was thinking we we didn't want to do that we wanted to show who he was you know he he was the guy that created Walt Disney. We wanted to show all the hardships that he went through, and we did. Wow. We didn't want to portray him in any negative way. I think there's so many people that are just unaware of his story, and and, and I think it could be very, very inspiring for some. I hate to just only talk about this movie, guys, because you have so many things. It's just when you see this movie, it, it will inspire so many people to never give up. And look, in life, you're going to have a lot more losses, right? You're going to have a lot more obstacles. You're going to have a lot more adversity, a lot more no's. It's how you overcome that how you bounce back so Walt before Mickey it's just I get kind of choked up I get that lump talking about and thinking about it because it's a story that could hit so many demographics so many just so many different people could relate to it and walk out of there saying that I could achieve and do anything is that is that something uh, you, that you believe you, too uh, you're a thousand percent right is I got that, that same thing from it too that was the first work of his that I saw and it just was such an inspiration to me, and I feel like a lot of movies nowadays are losing that factor. Wow. Well, make sure you tune in. Like I said, Arthur Bernstein, he's a producer, he's an actor, he's a writer. He wrote Walt Before Mickey, a hit feature film. Uh, you could see it online and, and all, a lot of the streaming services. They got an exciting podcast, Silver and Burn. Is that what it's called? Bernie and Silver. Bernie, Bernie and, and Silver. Silver show. That's going to be fun. I'm going to be a guest on that you show. you got to come yeah. by. It's going to be fun. I'll it bring, really is. I'll bring some golden nuggets, some chicken nuggets. Okay. There we go. <laughs> That's all we'll, you need. Hey, we'll talk. We'll talk sports, sex, food, and women all day long. I, I love those things. We'll Your wife man. better not get mad at you. Some of the things you're gonna be talking about on there, though. Why would she get mad? Hey, you're talking. You're talking sex and women. I got nothing to hide. I like that. So you open relationships. I guess the key to go. Yeah. Get in. All right. Well, I appreciate your guys' time. That's almost thirty minutes here. We had Arthur L. Bernstein, famous Florida producer, director, writer in the house. He's got his creative director Jake Silver in the house. Silver got a little golden in him today. He realized what it's like to kind of get golden eyes. So we appreciate both of your time, gentlemen. I wish you the best luck with the podcast, the films. Keep me in the loop. I want to go to the premieres. I want to support. Uh, I want to tweet. I want to make sure people see all this stuff. So you know, you got my. I got your back for life. And invite me to a Heat game already. Maybe I will. next year. And a dolphin game. 
I'll trade you. I'll bring you to a Dolphin game this year. You bring me to a Heat game next okay. year. We'll do that. You got it. All right. So I only got I only got eight of those. Does it have to be preseason or regular season? Regular. I'm teasing with you. Only the best for my boys. Well, we can leave earlier in the pre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're out of there by like the first quarter. All right. So that is another episode of Talk Golden to Me. I am your host, Evan Golden, from the offices of Berman Berman. Thank you for subscribing, watching. Give it a like. Give it a share. We appreciate all the support as always. Till next time, we are out of here. Golden.